<laughs> okay. okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is Warrior Women Wins, and I am your host, Glennis Chabot, aka Bougie D. This is where we take a look into the lives of today's influencers. We have real conversations about spirituality, modern day problems, and the balances in between. We get real with chaos and all the things that come along with success and being women warriors. So we look into the lives of some very special women mentors, movers, and shakers. How they got started, how they got there, and their success story. This podcast is sponsored by Warrior Fitness. Make fitness work for you. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. That is where you will find my alter ego, Bougie D. And I'm on Facebook. This is where you will see what really goes into fitness that works. So until then, keep your vibration high, your energy high, your spirit high, and remember to love yourself. Today, we have a very special real warrior here. Her name is Tash Blum. Tash, thank you so much for joining us today. We are really excited to have you here with us. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Glennis. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. That's awesome. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm Tosh Blum, and I am a, I'm a, a coach and a mentor, manifesting mentor, and I help women to transform their lives and learn how to become manifestors of their reality um, and create lives that they, they dream about and love. Oh, that's fascinating. That's absolutely fascinating. Um, I am in your mentorship program and I do absolutely, absolutely love it. And, um, I know so many women have benefited from your program. Um, Thank you. I love it. It's, it's awesome. And I'm so excited that you are part of it. Oh. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty amazing group of women we have there for sure. Absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, where, where did you grow up and um, how do you feel that that affected who you became today? Oh, well, big time. Uh, because of the fact that I help women actually heal and repair you know, the brokenness within themselves so that they can actually reclaim their wholeness, raise their consciousness, raise their vibration, and begin to manifest the life they've meant to have. I have, um, you know, the brokenness that I've had to repair throughout the years myself. I did broke up. I did broke up. I did. <laughs> I was raised in a broken family. You know, we, you know, how just dysfunctional alcoholic family and um, as as much as they loved us and did the best they can, it it just it wasn't a a, a happy place. Um, but it taught me how to use my imagination and how to go within. So at a very early age, I learned how to um, how to escape the 
crazy of the of of my reality, my outward rea reality, by going inward, and was able to actually have um, uh, I actually created a better childhood for myself because of it, even though it was in my imagination. Um, it was, it was beautiful. And so those, those po points were, were, and so I learned how to manifest at a very, very, very early age. Um, wow. yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners out there that experienced that too. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I guess that was where you kind of ex escaped to your happy place. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was a musketeer. Okay, first of all, I cut school from the time I was in kindergarten, okay? I did not like it. Um, I did not like walking walk to school alone. I didn't like, you know, I just didn't. And I was, you know, pushed out into the cold winter months that I cannot stand the snow. And the snow is taller than me. Having to walk to school by myself, I would just, I would just go behind the, the <laughs> I would go back to our garage and just hide behind the garage. And I would just, I would how did I know that I could just pretend that I was at school and they would think I was there? Um, needless <laughs> to say, I, I, I cut school. We moved around so much because they were so, my parents just had a lot of um, stability issues. And so we, we moved around quite a bit and that was difficult as a child. I mean, I think I counted at one point that we had moved 60 times throughout oh. my childhood and my teen year. Yeah. Can you imagine? And so, oh, wow. <laughs> right? Crazy. And so um, I just, you know, you, when you change around so much and getting thrusted into new environments constantly, you find ways to cope. And, and coping for me was not going to school. So, um, and I'm a brilliant woman and I am, you know, very, very smart. And I have, I have so many um, accolades behind me, but it's not because of going to school for somehow, some reason, some way I was able to teach myself all the things I needed to, to know <laughs> to function properly. I, I do give the, um, Mickey Mouse club, um, a high, uh, and it was, it was the newer Mickey Mouse club. Do you remember that? I don't know if you, if you saw them up in Canada, but so popular here. And it was definitely the the color in color Mickey Mouse Club, the newer one. And I I just would cut school. I'd come home while parents were gone. I'd sneak in the house, and I was a musketeer. And that was one of the things that really helped me to survive during those those times. Oh, that's so interesting. You learned survival mode at such a young age. My goodness. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You know, it's funny. I um, I remember when I actually manifested becoming a masketeer because I I I mean I was. I believed I was. I was home. I had my ear everything. You know, I was a I was a masketeer. And they came to Disneyland. They were coming to Disneyland. Uh, they were going to be in Disneyland. I lived close by, and and I begged my parents to take us, and we went. And of course they're singing up there on stage and I'm so excited. And they came down and they picked me, they literally picked me out of, yeah, I don't know how many thousand were there. I mean, it was just a huge packed auditorium and, and it was outdoors. I remember it like it was yesterday and they picked me and they, they took me up on stage and I got to sing and dance with them. And oh my gosh. Oh my God. That's so amazing. Oh my <laughs> goodness. That crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You, that's wild. You you manifested that to happen, didn't you? I did. I did. I did. Yeah. 
pretty oh, that's wild. Incredible. I love this. Yeah. I manifested a lot of a lot of not so good things too because of a lot of the 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 fears and doubts and you know I didn't understand emotions as a child obviously and you know we don't understand what's going on around us and we take everything so personal as children that that because mom and dad are not functioning well and fighting it must be my fault you know so there wasn't always some great things but there were a lot of great things that really pulled me through so uh, yeah, it was, wow. it was pretty good. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. That is, that's, that is so awesome. Um, okay. I'm going to start with a few more questions here just because I, I want our listeners to get to know you and, uh, to know you a little better. So I'm going to ask you, what's your morning routine like? Okay. My morning routine is the first, I get up when it's dark. Uh, and the first thing that, I mean, it's usually around five. And the first thing that I do, of course, is just thank you for another day. I mean, that's my absolute first thing is those are the, as soon as I open my eyes, that is the first thing that comes to my mind and the first thing that I say. And then I go into a meditation immediately. Um, I, I will go into a meditation and then after that, I'll, I'll do some visualizing um, and then, uh, after that, after I meditate and visualize, I will do, I'll journal, I journal, I, I, I do a gratitude every morning and, and I'm doing all this before I ever even get out of bed. I mean, I might get up to go to the bathroom, you know, you got to go to the bathroom the first thing you wake up, but, <laughs> right. but I do everything in bed. You know, even if my husband's sleeping over there, still snoozing, you know, I still, I sit there and I, I just do it in the dark, in the bed, and, and um, it's just my time. It's me time. And I, then when I, after my gratitude, I do what I call prepaving my day. So I basically kind of, um, I, I just write out and journal out what I want my day to look like, what I want that to be, how I want it to go, the thing, you know, the different things that I know that are happening, I kind of prepave the way so that, that I, I set the, I set the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The stage okay. for, for the movie of that day and my reality to go the way that I want it to. Ah, so that's yeah. a good way to put it. You're just, you're just, uh, <laughs> putting your movie in play, how you want it to, how you want your day to go. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. And then, and then of course I read and then I go into, I read, I'm always reading. I read about three books, two to three books a week. And so then I read for about a good hour, hour and a half. And then I'm up and then I do a tapping and get my coffee and all that stuff. And so I'm usually started with my, my work day at about nine 30. Wow. What time do you get up in the morning? Five, about five, five 30. Right five, 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 yeah. Cause, Cause I'm thinking like, Boy, you would have to, I mean, to accomplish everything that you do in a day, you would have to get up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I'm just, I'm one of those people, I, I, my body just likes to be up early. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I'm a napper in the afternoon, though. <laughs> you know, after after several hours of working and doing calls or doing videos and stuff, it's like, okay, it's time for that quick 20-minute yes. nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And you know what? You need that. You need to recharge those batteries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That, that's, and, and I love naps. Not every day, but most days I get to, I, I try to, it just depends on how busy that day is. Right. Oh, yeah. I would, I would love to be able to nap in the afternoon. Um, I just, 
it's, it's time that I have to try and fit in, but I'm just go, go, go. So yeah, I got to take that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, important to take care of you and your body and your, right. Yes. Um, I'm sure you have a funny story to tell and I think I know which one it is, but would you like to share that with us? Okay. I don't know which one are you referring to? <laughs> um, the one on the roof. Oh, dear, dear, dear. As a child. Oh, well, maybe that's not a funny story, but anyways. Well, um... it is kind of funny because, okay, so I thought it was a superhero. Um, one of my archetypes is a magician. And uh, so uh, now, um, but as a child, I, and I do have like one of my, well, anyway, doesn't matter, archetypes or whatever. Um as a, as a child, I thought it was a superhero. And so I really believed I was a superhero. Okay. I really, really did. I mean, my mom even made me the clothes that, and it was this little, I can't even remember what the show was, but it was like this Asian, this cartoon show. And I just loved it. And she and her little brother were like superheroes. And so my recruited my brother and he and I were superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> and he would wear the little, she, my mom would make the vest and I had the skirt and, oh my gosh, it was so funny. And so anyway, one day I just decided, you know, I was going to fly, that I could fly. So I climbed up on the roof. Thank God it was only a one story roof and decided to fly <laughs> and jumped wow. off the roof and fell down and broke my arm. But oh. yeah. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Again, yeah, that, but. yeah, that was. I don't remember what happened after that. Really, <laughs> I just well, remember. I don't remember how my mindset changed towards flying, but uh. <laughs> yeah, no goodness, wow. But you know, it's it, again, it's your imagination taking over for you. Yes, and um, it it's powerful. What? Oh yeah, it's very powerful. What yes, is, it is. I, I taught myself to drive. I taught myself to drive in my imagination and it ended up being a lifesaver for my mother. I oh. was, yeah, I was 14 and um, I would watch my dad drive the stick shift. There's a little oh. Datsun something. I can't remember. And I would watch him and watch him. And then so at, at, at night when I'd go to sleep, I would imagine myself driving, you know, doing all everything, how to, how to drive. Oh. Um, and um I, I, I had, I did have intentions of, of taking the car out, which I did at certain points, but here's the, here's the, 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 the moral of the story that I came home one day, I came home one evening, just playing, you know, hanging out with my friends came in and my mom had, um, attempted suicide and oh, she gosh. drank a bunch of pills. Yeah. And my, my dad was traveling out of town. Nobody was home, you know, back in those days, I, I don't even remember, you know, calling 911 or anything like that, my first thought was I got to get my mom to the hospital. And I'm 14 and I don't know how I picked her up and dragged her to the car, but I got her in the car and um, I was able to drive her to the hospital and it saved her life. They said that she had not gotten there when she did and they were able to pump her stomach and everything at that point, she would have died. So Good. yeah, yeah. What Crazy, is huh? What a scary thing to go through. My gosh. It was, but my, my superhero, you know, your superhero kicked in, kicked in. And I was able to, who would have known that, you know, that something like that would have, 
to me, that's a miracle. So that's, that's always, that's a God thing for me. You know, the divine was in charge there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Well, um, I have a few more questions for you. How far you're up for it. (laughs) I'm up for it. Let's do it. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh my goodness. That's a, that's a tough one because I, I really have gotten so many that I just, just have warmed my heart so very much. Um, you got lots of them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's from, it's always from women like you that I work with that have the kindest things to say to me about just my love for them and my nurture my nurturing for them and how I, they feel loved and nurtured from me. They feel that I pour my heart out into them. And to me, that is the greatest compliment that I could get because I, it's what I'm, it's, it's what my heart is and it's what my intention is and it's what my passion is and it's what my purpose is. So to hear that acknowledged and, and, you know, projected back to me, it, it's, it's just like, I feel like I'm fulfilling my, the reason why I'm here. Yes. I, I, I totally believe that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you just kind of answered my next question and that was, what's your biggest passion? And I think you were just starting to talk about it. Yeah. My biggest, my biggest passion, my greatest passion and is, is aside from, I mean, of course I've got my passion, you know, ha- hanging out with my family. I love my daughters and my son-in-law uh, and my husband and our, our best friends. And I just love being with family. I love those times. That's, that's such a, uh, a big part of my heart, but a huge passion of mine is just helping to raise the consciousness of women, uh, so that they can rise to a level beyond so they can create, find courage within them, raise their vibration and begin to, get into a vibrational state so that they can begin manifesting the kind of life that they deserve because so many women, so many, our our world is suffering, you know, and it's there, it's vibing in such a low vibration. And I feel that I'm called to be a light worker and a change maker and to help uh, guide other women and be a mentor for other women like you, because you are a light worker and a change maker um, to, you know, raise their consciousness, become more aware and begin to raise their vibration. Cause when we women do that, when we raise our vibration and we become more aware and we begin to share this light with the world, it is a, it's a, there's a ripple effect and we make a huge impact. I mean, together we're better. And so community collaboration and consciousness is probably where it's at for me and just, you know, I feel like we're here to make the world a better place. Oh, totally. I totally agree with you. Um, I, I love uh, the fact that you, you have these programs in place for women so that, you know, they can, they can help come into their own and and become their most powerful, authentic selves. And, Mm -hmm so many women don't get a chance to do that. And I'm just so blessed to know you and to know that you offer this. Um, I, I just think it's amazing what you're doing. 
Oh, well, thank you. And you too, you're do you're making a difference with what you're doing too. this podcast, your, your fitness coaching, uh, and just the fact that you are showing up on social media and, uh, in other places with your kind heart, oh. you know, you have such a kind heart. And one thing I want to say about you, that's wonderful. This is really something that, that I'm really passionate about as well is being able to embrace both your masculine and feminine energies. And which is so important. I feel like so many women are missing out on, um, that balance that comes from embracing both that, uh, they miss out on their creativity, their intuition, their, you know, the, the, the feminine side of what they're, they're who they're meant to be, uh, or they overemphasize on the feminine and become such caregivers and such nurturers that they lose themselves. And, um, so, you know, there's a huge balance, uh, oh. being able, you know, being able to, to, to nurture the masculine side as well. The decision-making side of us that, you know, I always look at the Proverbs 31 woman as just like a great example of like the perfect balance of masculine and feminine, uh, which we all have those energies, men and women. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's really, it's not male or female. It's a, it's a masculine fem. It's an energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And you have done a fabulous job. You do a fabulous job by, by wow. tapping into them both. So thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. You. You're fun wow. to watch. I, I've had, um, I had some great mentors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Life is good, huh? And, yeah. and, and manifesting is good. I love manifesting. That's another passion. Talk about oh. passions. That's another one. Uh, right. definitely is, is, helping people to learn how to manifest because we're all manifesting every single day. We cannot not manifest. It is just part of how we were created. Mm -hmm. But the difference is when you learn how to manifest intentionally, Yes, that is where the difference is because then you get to be the driver of your life instead yeah. of allowing your past to drive your manifestations. Oh, you're absolutely right. I love that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So huge passion. Well, you've had, you've had some big challenges in your life, my friend. Um, would you care to share about that? Sure. Um, breast cancer. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, that was actually one of the best experiences of my life for sure. Um, challenge. Yes. I mean, it was shocking when I found out uh, I was in denial for a bit because I mean, I'd been working on myself big time, uh, and on my energy and all of those things. So, but, you know, I realized that it was a gift. It had come into my life to, to help me to manifest the things that I wanted in my life. Um, you know, breast cancer helped me to learn how to love myself for the first time, helped me to learn how to love myself, to, to, to look beyond my hair and my clothes and my shoes, because, you know, you lose all your hair on your body, every bit of it, eyebrows, eye, every single, everywhere. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. And it was, a, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I, the harder part, I mean, I guess the hardest part of it all was the eyelashes or the eyelashes and the eyebrows. But of course, you could paint on, eye, you know, yeah. there was stuff that you could do. But, but that wasn't even really hard at all. It was just like, you just dealt with it. It was... I don't know. When I was in that 
position of not of, of because my hair had always been like one of my calling cards, you know, type things. It helped me to see way beyond outer beauty into what real beauty is. And I mean, I learned what real love is during that time. You know, I knew going into it, I had two choices. I could either become a victim or a victor. I could either become be a survivor, just right. a survivor, or I could become a thriver. And I chose to become a thriver. And so I chose to embrace it and really utilize the whole experience. I can't even explain how beautiful it was. Honestly, it's on a daily basis. There were so many encounters with people and, and situations that never, ever, ever would have happened if I did not have breast cancer. And, um, it changed my marriage. Um, we became best friends from that point, something that I had always dreamed about and was wanting to manifest. It ended up manifesting that, um, I wanted, I, I, I wanted perfect. I you can't have perfect health, but I wanted to have optimal health. I mean, I just wanted to be health had been a super important part of me, uh, my, my manifesting. And after that, my health was literally, I got an A plus on my fives or eight. I can't remember. It's like eight pages of, of, of my blood panel. That was shocking to me after that, after eight months of radiation and, uh, um, chemotherapy and surgeries. And, but of course I did a lot of holistic stuff. Don't get me wrong. I was, I mean, I meditated for about two to three hours a day, grounded in earth, ate whole foods, took lots of supplement. I mean, I was definitely, I, I married both, both sides, but my health was restored. Like I had, I had lupus. Uh, I was, I was diagnosed with lupus, uh, 13. No, now I can't remember how many years, 19 years ago. Now it was gone after, after breast cancer. Um, you know, I had chronic uh, arthritis in my shoulder, it disappeared. My Hashimoto's disappeared. My high blood pressure, dis- uh, my high blood pressure, that wasn't it. My thyroid, uh, yeah, that was the Hashimoto's. That disappeared. Anemia. I was anemic my entire life, gone. Um, I mean, there was just so many things that were like, I had a constipation issues since I was a child that were completely reversed. Uh, insomnia, completely gone. I mean, it was, it was just, it was a miracle. And so, I know that that whole experience, breast cancer, gave me a chance to really focus on creating the version of myself that I really wanted, and I wouldn't change it for anything. I uh, wouldn't. Don't, I'm not inviting it back into my world, yeah. but you know, but I wouldn't change it for everything. But absolutely amazing experience. That is absolutely incredible. Amazing, in fact, I'm speechless. Like. <laughs> All of those health issues disappeared, and uh, it's almost like you were reborn. There was a rebirth oh, yeah. for everything for you. Like, that's, wow. I, I, I don't think I've ever spoken to someone that quite explained going through breast cancer the way you have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it that's it, it was a unique experience, and that's what I've taken, though. I've taken what I did during that, those eight months and how it transformed my life. And I created a systematic approach to transformation. And that's what I share with women now. 
Wow. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. And bless you for that, for sharing all of that, for sharing that journey. Um, and, you know, letting other women know that they can be victors too. You know, they, they don't have to be, um, you know, um, they don't have to victim. just survive. They could yes. thrive, you know, exactly. Why settle? <laughs> oh, you know what? Like, Life is too short to settle. Yes. Um, life is to be experienced and enjoyed. And, and that's what we deserve. I totally right? agree. I totally agree. And, and, the, and the sad thing is so many, and I speak of women because this is, this is a podcast for women. And, and that's what I, who I work with. But the same goes for men. We, there's so many of the world's population that is living in, in, in struggle and fear and doubt and yes. worry and shame and guilt and poverty and lack and survival mode. And that's not what they were created to do. They were not, they, they, they were not created to just survive. And so um, you know, I just have a passion to, to, and I know you do too. And that's why, that's why the universe brought you and I together. That's why God, the divine brought us all together in the group that we're in and those who join us. Absolutely. Um, right. I totally agree. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, so many people get put in our paths for a certain reason. Um, we learn, we grow from it. Um, there's a reason it happens. You know? Yes. Yes. I totally believe that. Same. Yeah. Same. I know. I agree. And that's why I, I do believe that we were put in each other's path for a reason. And, um, and I am so grateful for that because you are such a kind soul and such a beautiful soul. You truly are. And, uh, I always, every time I hear your voice, I think, gosh, she's just so sweet, so kind, so kind, like gentle and, but yet you're powerful. That's why I say like, you definitely have embraced both sides of your energies. And I, I, I love that. Well, thank you so much. That's, that's really, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. You know, it's funny, I had a conversation with, uh, with a friend just, just yesterday, and it was just, you know, like, we don't realize, we don't give ourselves enough credit, we don't pat ourselves on the back enough, you know, when, you know, she was mentioning to me, you know, some of the things that I had done and stuff, and like, and to me, it's just, I just do it, right, but yeah. to her, she was saying, that it was such an inspiration and I never really looked at it that way. So mm. um, we do need to just pat ourselves on the back sometime and realize that we, we are doing great things. We just kind of need to look at that sometimes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I think celebrating your wins and celebrating yourself is so important. You know, yeah, I could go into all of that. We'd be here for another 30 minutes. Oh, Oh, yes, we could, but <laughs> I, I don't want to take up um, too much more of your time. Um, I loved are, it. This has been great. Well, what I'd really like to um, give give our listeners an opportunity uh, to connect with you. So um, how would our listeners do that? Well, they can find me at toshblum.com, T A S H. Tosh Blum, T-A-S-H-B-L-U-M.com. That's my 
that's one way. Or um, if they're over on Facebook, they can look for Fearless Women Manifesting Success. Um, it's a group that I have. It's it's free, and they can come on over there and and join a, a group of of about eighteen hundred women who are on the path of manifesting success in their life. Yes, and on the path to greatness is what yes. I I believe. Yes. Um, what one last question before uh, we end this? What what's the biggest takeaway that you hope our listeners can learn? Okay. The biggest takeaway from, from this time together. Well, I think it's going to, it's going to boil down to my breast cancer journey and just knowing that you are, that no matter what circumstance comes into your life, no matter what contrast comes into your life, just know that it's all meant for a reason. It's all meant for you to learn and grow and to become a better version of yourself. And so therefore embrace them, embrace the contrast, embrace the, the seemingly negative situations and learn from it because they are situations that your higher self brought into your life for a reason. They were manifested into your world for your betterment. And I know it's hard to take sometimes because sometimes those contrasts and traumas and, and uh, situations, circumstances that we do not want to be experiences come into our life. And we think, how can this possibly be for my good? But it is. Yes. And it's all a matter of perspective and the choice that you make to learn from Whatever it is that's there for you to learn. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Tosh, I thank you so very much for being with us today. I know our listeners are going to absolutely love this podcast. Um, and mm -hmm. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. And... <laughs> yeah. Thank you for well, having me. Thank you so much for having me. It was my absolute pleasure. Love you, my friend. Okay, love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.